Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The The Final Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Boo, boo, boo. Boo, boo. Da, da, da. Oh my goodness, that was so 4th of July appropriate. It is, I thank you! There's fireworks, right? Yes! And guess what? They didn't um, destroy Pennsylvania Avenue, cost anybody anything, Mm. or abuse the military on time they might want to spend off. Yay! Happy 4th of July week, everyone. (laughs) Do yourself a favor and don't watch Trump. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast and to the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Yes, we want to remind you that you can watch us on our daily television show, Me Time. Check your local listings. So you can go to MeTimeWithFrangela.com or the Me Time with Frangela YouTube channel and watch videos and all of that. You can also watch us on the upcoming NBC comedy competition show, Bring the Funny. Yes, it starts July 19th. July 9th, 9 p.m. Uh, Central and 10 other places. Check your local listings. Yeah, it's 9 p.m. Central. You should be able yeah, to figure it out. Right, right, right. So uh, here's the other thing. They just released our video, the first video that we did in the competition that got rave reviews. Uh, it's called uh, Movie Theater. Go to our Twitter or ask us and we'll tweet it to you or Facebook it to you. That's right. And we really, really want to ask you. Instagram it. 
please share it and yes. ask people to share it. You can see it at the Bring the Funny website. You can see it at the Bring the Funny Facebook page. Um, and we need it to share it as far and wide as we can. The more it gets shared, the better for Team Frangela yes. and Squad Sexy Liberals. So yes. please do that. Yes. And also, we want to remind you, you can always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show on Friday mornings. That's right, including this Friday. Yes. And we wanted to uh, also make sure to thank you. Thank you. For joining us for our first attempt, <laughs> first two attempts at watching uh, the debates yes. and, and um, live streaming us watching it. Yeah, yeah. The watch party was so much fun with you guys. We had a great time. Had Over 2,500 people showed up. It was wonderful. Thank you, and we'll let you know when we do it again. That's right. It's like a direct conversation with us, too, yeah. because we can see your comments, and we are responding and talking to you, so it's like we're all watching it together. It yes. makes it better yes. uh, for all of us. And let's, uh, you know, uh, speaking of the debates, the women came up. The women, uh, I'll tell you, so the women regulated. They did. They looked at all of them and was like, y'all need to bring up your game. That's right. Up I your also game. want to say, I believe that people are going in a little too hard on Marianne Williamson. You know what, girl? Is that her name? Yeah, Marianne Williamson, you know. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Marianne, her her edibles kicked in, as we have all said. I mean, and look, whether or not they're legal here, I don't care. You know what I mean? And I'm fine. I like an edible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it did look like something happened to her (laughs) platform (laughs) or her rhetorical style. But you know what I'm going to say? What I appreciated about her and her presence is that she is the one who brought it to Trump directly. Yeah, and to to everybody on stage. And to everybody on stage. And I said before we began, um, I said what I'm looking for out of a candidate in this debate is somebody who will go in, um, take Trump's head, and walk out with his head and balls out of the White House. Figuratively, not literally. But you know what I'm saying? No, 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 I don't want that. I don't want that. that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But you know what I'm saying? And screaming and then like, ka, ka. That's what I I mean, for me, them coming out in handcuffs would be amazing. Yes. But right now, I'd take them leaving in the middle of the night and we don't know where they went. That would be fine, too. Mm -hmm. If they just left. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I think that that, um, the debates showed us what people could do. It also, to me, we talked about it on Stephanie Miller a little bit. Um, they also showed, I think if you didn't, if you were on that debate stage and you didn't know what your weakness was, you do now. Yeah, you do. You know where you need to puff up yes. or get some info. Speaking of puffing up, let me give you the new polls uh, show that Joe Biden, after the debate, plummets Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren Rice. Joe Biden is uh, was polling uh at 32 percent now he's down to 22 percent that's a plummet kamala was polling on may 31st at eight percent and she is now up to 17 percent i think she's in second place right she's in second place and elizabeth warren was polling at seven percent and she's up to 15 percent bernie sanders has also gone down uh from 18 percent down to 14 percent yet all i'm hearing talk about for the last two days is pete Buttigieg. yes Yes, and who also lost some ground. Yeah. He went from 5% to 4%. But you're hearing more about him because of, partly because of the, um, the him uh, raising, outing, that, raising him, how much money was, over like 20 and some million dollars. Yes, he did. Like, um, uh, in this quarter, or the last quarter, whatever it is. And so I know that's part of the reason he's gotten some news, but they have been covering him all day long, all day strong. Yeah. I feel like. And it's it's interesting to me mm-hmm. that rather that they skip over all the women to give their next coverage to the next white guy who's doing well. Right. Yeah. Always. Always. 
always. It's like, always. and then act like that makes sense. And then also, my, my, my other issue, you know, and they really did it really horribly for a long time. I feel like uh, Amy Klobuchar and uh, other girl, girlfriend, Gillibrand. Ice Queen. <laughs> Ice Queen. Frozen. Frozen. She, the two of them, they always get judged stacked up next to men. Um, that if you if we're talking about Amy Klobuchar, we're talking about her in contrast to a man, and not about her and her alone, singularly. Oh, Every yeah. article I read oh, no, about they make this. This is the thing about how, and, and when we get into intersectionality, when they talk about um, Kamala, they talk about her as black, mm-hmm. and they really miss the intersection, the yeah. misandroir, if however you say it, right. the intersection of, of race um, or ethnicity, but race and. Um, gender, yeah, and and really to me, because uh, can I throw this in here absolutely. real quick? I want to say that this because as a black woman, we don't get, we're not considered. I, I'm gonna just say it how I feel it. Oftentimes, I've I've seen us not. We don't have a gender. No, we are this thing, this right. other. Well, that's but that's and, not and other. Yep. Well, this is the thing. We're we're black, and that's actually something that's ha- that happened in the law. Yeah, you know yeah. Um, that when black women try to go get to file lawsuits about sexual discrimination, the courts at first said, "But you're black, mm-hmm. so you need to file with the men, black men." Mm-hmm. That's how, and that that's, that's case right. law. Like that happened, and I think that when people talk about white feminism, they're not talking about white feminists. Before you lose your mind, white feminism is in reference to a kind of feminism that says to every other woman, "We don't have time for your ethnicity Issues. or your religion or your your uh, orientation." Yeah. This is you know, or you know, we don't have time for that. Um, the uh, what we do is we we do this monolithic woman thing without right. looking at disabled differently abled mm-hmm. you know um, women without looking at how class and, and ethnicity and, and or race sexuality. and sexuality and orientation all that how the gender mm-hmm. but non-binary where mm-hmm. those people go you know like right. so it's um, it is it specifically is a, a way of looking at feminism that negates the identities of everyone except for primarily wealthier you know white middle class women yes. those are the issues that it focuses on mm-hmm. um, instead of issues that are actually dominant to all of us so that i feel like is really heavily at work at all times but in this in this situation you know they will put they'll talk about kamala up against biden yeah but not so much i haven't heard anybody talk about elizabeth warren against biden no or amy klobuchar against biden or anybody else and that was before she was at two right you know so it's it, we get we get thrown into she was a black man on that stage for yeah. all intents and purposes yeah here's the thing that works in our favor and against us at, at times because for some reason like i said that the negation of our womanhood in this situation actually for her for i, I think for in a lot of people's minds who aren't i'm gonna say as evolved as some other people yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not all the way woke that's right they're on the road that she has a, a an ability. Black women get attributed an ability, a, 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 an attribute of strength. Yeah, and anger, and, and, and anger, and and that is a strength for her going up against Trump in other people's right. Because all people are thinking about right. is who's going to beat this man. And I need to say it every week. Any one of these fucking people, including Marianne Williamson, by the way, <laughs> can beat that 
can beat Trump. They can. They <laughs> beat him before. The thing we have to be worried about is false information, falling for it, infighting, getting rid, making sure that you pass. It's only been passed in like 15 states right now. Make sure that you are writing your state legislatures and calling them and showing up at their offices mm-hmm. and demanding that you have legislation that makes sure that your electoral college votes match your popular vote. And that that is what happened because Hillary got more votes than any white man in presidential history. That's and there's right. only been one other that wasn't one of them. That's and right. that was Obama. But other That's than right. she beat everybody else, that was not the problem. We could run right now and fucking be- beat him if we were the Democratic nominees. That's right. So that to me is, uh, you know, yeah. What this is an opportunity for us to get new people involved in voting. Yep. Because it's a lot. Three million votes, you couldn't have told me that it would be that easy to fuck with three million votes. I know. But if it was 12, 20 million, you know, there are, I don't know how many people are actually eligible to vote, mm-hmm. but I know this is a country of what, 330 million people ish right. around there. And I, you know, there's a good half or a little less than half of the voting population that isn't voting. Yeah. Or that votes irregularly. I've, we've said it often, and I'm going to keep saying it. If everyone can commit to getting four people, who don't vote or who maybe didn't vote in the primaries last time or in, you know, off your elections, if you could commit to getting them registered, you got some time here, not much, but you got some time. Yes. Because they're going to be thrown off the rolls too. So we have to keep, and also keep checking your own registration. Absolutely. Um, but that's, that to me is the real issue. But I th- obviously I thought there's just no question in my mind that on the first side, I'm a little less clear on who I would say call a winner. I would say, this was my. I think Elizabeth I walked Warren would got, showed the best, but yeah, I don't absolutely. know. It didn't feel like there was like a winner. I don't That's know. Do you right. agree with that? Or do you? I think Kamala won the second night. But the, the second first night. night. The first time was absolutely Elizabeth Warren. And here's my problem. I'm gonna tell you what. Where, where I I have a problem right now is that for me Elizabeth Warren is the president we need. For me, Kamala Harris is the woman running for president that can beat Trump. And I, you know, I don't, I, I just, I like that ticket right now. Me too. I don't care. I really am not as particular about VP or president. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, you know, poll it, whatever. Yeah. As for as much as polling is worthless or useless or useful, um, uh, that right now, those are clearly to me, Kamala, I think overall, if you compare the night, she really brought it. Yeah. But I also think that, um, why am I losing his name? Mr. Man. Oh, Biden? Latino. Oh, Julian Castro. Julian Castro. He was great. He was amazing. I was like, he, he was there's, great. that's another potential VP yes. to me. But he's somebody, and he's young enough that we can keep him in, in, in yeah, the pot. He has experience. He's, he's been in a cabinet. That's you know right. I mean? So I'm like, I really feel like that. That, But but Kamala killed it. That's yeah. just the way it is. That's the way it went down. That's the way she I didn't expect it. it. I, 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 let me tell you something. I expected more from Uncle Joe. And I'm what I believe. And from Bernie. I was a little, he, Bernie seemed tired to me what? I actually I, like I've said before I'm actually concerned about some people's health I feel like Elizabeth Warren looks a little bit yeah. frail and Be- Beto and, looked like he needs to be oh my God. And, and Buttigieg is just the blood's been drained from him yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. he's just and he's, he's trying to get it together in Indiana he's trying to get mm-hmm. his campaign on track and clearly he's got a lot of finance he's got a lot of people who want to support him um, but uh, when I look at I thought Julian Castro really showed well but I look at mm-hmm. the whole thing and I'm like I, what surprised me the most was how poorly Biden did yeah me too. Because I really expected at this is a person who's been in office and elected position since um, like the early seventies, since then seventy two or seventy three, mm-hmm. and who was a vice president for eight years under one of the most popular presidents ever, and who was also an African American, the first you know black president in our nation's history, and somehow wasn't prepared for the question about the racial fuck up he's had for the last two to three weeks and over his career, and he got caught. How could he not be prepared for 
that? He like, got what caught. is going on? He got and, and you know what? He and should here's be the thing. smarter than that. And here's the thing. He argued with Cory Booker about apologizing, but Which, Kamala. But once Kamala took, she eviscerated him. Then it's like, yeah, I gotta go back and rethink my my but thoughts. But he hasn't apologized yet. No. Nope. He still hasn't found the simplest two words. I'm sorry. Mm. I wish if I could talk to Joe back then. Yes. I'd say Joe back then. This is this may feel like you're working with people who are difficult. Mm-hmm. And you're changing with the system, but it's wrong. Yep. And you you don't know that now because you're young, you're new, and you're trying to get stuff done. Also, stopping busing is fucked up. Yes. So, <laughs> whatever this Department of Education, you didn't want to follow it because it was from them. I don't care where you t- you don't want to get your racist orders from. Mm-hmm. That that's not the critique of the order. Right, right, right. So uh, we're excited about upcoming debates, and we're excited. Excited to share them with you. Remember, you can always uh, let us know what's going on at frangela08 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Angela, you know one product that I am excited about? I think I do. Plexiderm. Tom woke me up from a sound sleep screaming, going, Francis, Francis, <laughs> look at my eyes, look at my eyes. And let me tell you something. I looked at him. I've been with this man 24 years. It is the first time in 24 years that he was bag free. Are you kidding? Underneath his eyes. I put it on. I was so excited when we got the samples. And I put it on, and then I kind of looked away for a... You know, like, I forgot for a second. Mm-hmm. And then when I went back, I was like, oh, girl, you look good. You look good. And I complimented good. me. Yes, and he's been wearing it every single well, see, day. See, now you're going to have to get double plexiderm. I know. And it works. It works. Plexiderm works. And it works fast. Not, like, in days or mm-hmm. hours. We're talking, like... Within minutes. That's right. <laughs> Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates under eye bags and wrinkles from view in minutes. Did you hear that? I'm talking minutes. They've got the clinical studies to back it. Mm-hmm. And you need to see for yourself. Yes. Watch a real video with real people and see how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear. Those results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. That's right. Go try Plexiderm.com and use coupon code SEXY liberal for our discount yes that's triplexiderm.com with sexy with code sexy liberal or call 1-800-685-1292 and mention sexy liberal one more time that's 1-800-685-1292 and mention sexy Sexy liberal liberal. plexiderm we frangela are here at kids out of cages protest on Wilshire at the Karen Bass office and it's the first time we've done something like this and this is uh, there are a a few hundred people here who showed up and are protesting getting these kids close the case that's Angela shouting (laughs) yes because we are here and we're gonna make sure that this stops so here we are with Nellie Thank you so much for being here. Why are you here at the Close the Camps protest? Just because I think it's unfair that families get separated for no reason. Mm-hmm. And there's actually crimes out there that Preach. that are out here. And people who deserve to be locked in, but children are locked in Thank you. when they deserve to be with their own parents. And just because I come from my parents, that are, my mom's actually an immigrant, mm-hmm. but now she thankfully is a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. But... It's just, I cannot even imagine if it was me being without my mom being locked in just because they're immigrants. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a dumb reason. What does your mom say? Because I just, I never thought, you couldn't have told me that this would happen. So what do you, what is your, has your mom said about this? She's just upset the fact that children, even babies, are separated from their parents when they should be together. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason why she's mad. Obviously, you know, she's Mexican, so 
Trump saying all this stuff about them and not just Hispanics, also black people. So she's upset about just everything. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to us. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. And yeah, thank you for resisting. So we're here catching everybody's opinions, talking to people here at the Get These Kids Out of the Stage protest. So we're talking to Leah Garland. Thank you, Leah. Why are you here at the protest? Because I want to do everything I can to protect children from the violence of racism. This is only one example of climate refugees that are going to endure a lot of pain. And we have to start now as human beings to start thinking about ways to embrace each other because change is here, more change is coming. If we don't help each other, what are we going to devolve into? Being here is to protect democracy, being here is to protect other life. I'm here because I have a five-month-year-old, I mean, five-month-old baby at home, and when I look at her and I read the news, I can't believe the cruelty of individuals torturing small children just because they're a different color. Thank you so much. Thank you, and thank you for being here. It is. It's too much, almost. I'm gonna cry right now. It just keeps. I can't believe it's happening. I'm afraid it's here and I'm afraid with climate change we're going to see it a lot more so we have to start banding together in love and in nonviolent protest. We have to be organized, we have to be vigilant and we have to work on it every day because if we don't we will lose our democracy, we will lose kindness, we will lose our humanity. Thank you, thank you so much. We've run into, we've run into a friend here at the uh, protest. We're talking to Frances Fisher. Thank you so much for being here. We've, but she's a wonderful activist. Why are you here today? I am here because everybody knows the secret is out that there are children in detention camps. Uh, some are calling them concentration camps. The point is, they are being held against their will, away from all of their families. I was in Homestead, Florida on Friday, right after the Democratic debates. And I went down with Marianne Williamson, who's a presidential candidate, and we stood on the ladders across the street from the camp to see what was going on there. And all we could see were boys about the age of 15 or 16. They all have to wear orange caps. And they were walking in a line and, and, and not animated at all. And people stand at, on those ladders calling to them, we love you, we love you, we support you. They have big red hearts that they hold up so they can see over the wall. And the kids, every once in a while, they'll sneak a sign of a heart or half a heart because they're told not to engage with the people outside of the camp. These kids, as, as you know, they sleep on cold floors under aluminum solar blankets and they get terrible food to eat. They're, they haven't taken baths. They don't have. They're not allowed to touch each other. So if if a child is crying, they just have to cry alone. These kids are being damaged for life. The psychological damage that happens to a child is equal to the PTSD of a returning veteran from Afghanistan or Iraq because they're so little. Their whole cognitive way of looking at the world is going to be altered forever because of this mistreatment. And I feel like we should be doing more here about it. 
you know what? We're all trying to figure out what to do because you guys know people in droves brought diapers and food and toothbrushes and toothpaste and soap and they were turned away. Those motherfuckers turned away every single donation that was brought to any detention camp across the United States. Because the, the cruelty seems to be the point. The point is yes. to be cruel. The point yes. is to damage and torture these children to for profit for Trump's friends who own prisons. Oh, yes. And John prisons. Kelly is on the board at Homestead. How that is and, okay. and, and I don't know, you probably know know this but for your friends who are listening every child costs seven hundred and seventy five dollars a day per child when you think about that that's like millions of dollars just in that detention camp homestead has between twenty seven hundred and three thousand children under eighteen i was told by josh rubin that when a child turns eighteen they don't celebrate his or her birthday. They put them in shackles and put them in solitary for the day of their birthday. Wow. These are the activists who are there. Uh, Josh Rubin was uh, responsible for closing down Tornillo with, with a lot of other people, of course, but he spearheaded it. And now he's at Homestead doing the same thing. What else can we do? I think we're beginning to gather. Yeah. We're making our voices heard. We're donating to places like RACES, R-A-I-C-E-S. There, you know, those kinds of organizations, Voto Latino, and, and I'm sure you've got many other. Lights for Liberty. Lights for Liberty. They're doing a big thing on the 12th, right, all over the country. So we're going to be doing that, you know. Thank you so much, Francis. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's perfect. I would love to sit down and talk to you uh, just alone one day. Thank you so much. We love you, too. I'm here with a couple of young ladies who were just shouting down a Trump supporter here the at the one, po- the, the one, one, and one. the stupid motherfucker is brown. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. The fucking idiot is brown. I'm sorry, to ladies, ladies, tell us your names. My name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how old are you? I'm 20. 20. And what your name? Jaylene. Your age? 21. So, ladies, tell us you first, Elizabeth. Why are you here? I think it's important to fight for people who are undocumented um i don't believe that they don't have a voice i think they they have that voice you know but i think it's important for like the people who are being detained for us to speak out on them because no one no one's no one cares yeah they can a five-month-old can't fight for itself yeah and it's not fair that that they're using these children as hostages like i guess as like a a leverage for like to keep yeah and it and they're making money off yes yes they're profiting off they're human beings they're yes Yes, and they're fucking they're fucking people and I just can't believe like my parents are undocumented and I hate when they speak about so badly about them that they're fucking criminals. My dad, he works on the fucking roofs. He fucking when the sun is beaming down like yeah. it's fucking hard. And and I hate it because like he he surrounds himself. He every time he leaves, he he goes far away. He he's seen people get detained by ICE and he fears that he always tries to put a brave face, but I know that he's afraid and that he's scared because it's 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 and he always, uh, he always I can't like I can't like I just, no it's a lot of emotions and it's our lives right yeah and and why are you here I'm here for my family for our neighbors for everyone everyone who's like who's human like why does it have to be different you know in between um, from one country to another that they have to be detained when there's like no 
the difference is that they're from another country. We're all human. Yeah. And they're all from another country also. Yeah, That's all. what's very confusing because watch on March 17th next year is St. Patrick's Day when all these these supposed white Americans talk about Ireland. <laughs> what? And it's why they get to be proud or of their heritage and nobody else does. Makes no sense. This country was founded on a lot of bad things, you know, but at least for a while on the idea that it's a... Thank you. And Elizabeth Sign says no human can be illegal on stolen land. Bam, mm -hmm. bam, bam. Yes. Ladies, thank you so much for talking to us. And thank you for being here. Of course, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap-Up. It's where we give you actionable items. You can go out here and hashtag resist, hashtag times up, me to all of it. Mm -hmm. No kids in cages. Families belong together. So, um, in addition to calling your representatives at both the state, at local, and federal levels and telling them um, all the things you need to tell them about, we uh, last week we mentioned um, this, but coming up on July 12th, there's, there will be more protests. Yes. And, and that would be really great since we have a little, you have more time here to get it together. Right. If we could get and as many take, people take the out. day off if you can. Yeah, or with some part of it, or get somebody, get yes. your proxy out there, mm -hmm. you know, because, uh, so from July 12th, um, lightsforliberty.org, that's where you can go online to find uh, them, but they are a coalition of people, um, many of whom are mothers dedicated to human rights and the fundamental principle behind democracy that all human beings have a right to life, liberty, and dignity. We are, uh, they're partnering with national, international, regional, and local community centers and organizations. So on Friday, Friday, July 12th, uh, Lights for Liberty, a vigil to end human concentration camps is going to bring thousands of people together in locations worldwide okay so this is a really great event so you can go there to find out whether where who to hook up with in your area or if maybe you're the person who's going to do the hooking up yep you can text lights that's l-i-g-h-t-s-2 977 Seven nine, so it's nine seven seven dash seven nine nine seven seven dash seven nine to connect with Lights for Liberty. Oh, or like we said, go to lightsforliberty.org. Do it now. Yes, and we want to thank you for listening. We also want to thank our production team, Gil and Laura. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to thank everybody over at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, Stephanie Miller and the Mooks and the gang. We want to remind you that you can always reach us at frangela08 at gmail.com. And if you could in the future, if you're a first time writer, please let us know that. Yeah. Because um, sometimes we know you change your names and stuff. But we let us know. We love hearing from you, but we respond to everyone. Yeah. We can't wait to respond to you. Hi. Uh, yeah, and I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela Levy <laughs> Shelton. <laughs> we are Frangela. You know we are Frangela. And thank you for listening to The, the Final Word. Word. Follow us at Frangela Duo. Hey, this is Lee Papa, host of AGD Podcast with the Rude Pundit. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll love my show, where every week I talk about politics and interview funny, fascinating, and filthy people. Find it at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. 
So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.